What would failure mean to you? That's going to determine how you show up in your business. Hey there, my name is Stephanie Kozik, and I am passionate about helping you create a photography business you love without all the guesswork. In 2010, I took a $300 camera and grew a successful photography business. Now I coach photographers all over the country to do the same. Welcome to the Fearless Photographer Podcast, where we'll chat about business, marketing, productivity, money, growth, balancing it all, and so much more. Every week on the podcast, I'll deliver honest and straightforward conversations with my best business advice with a mixture of real talk, motivation, and dorky humor. I'm committed to helping you create a successful, profitable, and sustainable photography business. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. How hard is it really to start a business? Let's talk about it. Those years starting up my photography while working a nine to five were freaking tough. I'm not going to sugarcoat it or give you any cliche one-liners telling you just to think positive and dream big. That's not helpful to you right now. And I know you've seen business coaches that their motto is to manifest your dreams. But here's what I've learned. Hard work is the only way you're going to get there. Learning the things that it's going to take, preparing yourself for what needs to be done, and then just doing it. And you can scroll through Instagram and see new businesses pop up every week. And sometimes it seems so easy to start a business. But here's the thing. Every market is saturated with photographers, and it seems like anyone can start a business. But if you've been in business for more than a year or even more than six months, you've likely already seen them come and go because it is not easy. I know you've heard if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, right? Did you know that 85% of businesses fail within the first five years? Now, I am a little bit stubborn and I was determined that that would not be me. It almost feels like a fire inside, right? If you got it, you know what I'm talking about. You just have to see it through. And that's what it was for me. It's all I thought about. It's what I worked toward in everything I did and every person I talked to. And it was really frustrating and emotionally taxing to have that fire inside that wouldn't settle when things felt so uncertain. But have hope because I can tell you that right now, If you're getting your business off the ground, you are in the most challenging, hardest period of running your business. Now, running a business is always going to be hard in some ways with each stage your business is in. There's new obstacles and new lessons to learn. And there's always going to be times that you might feel a little bit lost, like when you're running a full-time business already and then you decide to launch a podcast. (laughs) But I've been through those early years and I can tell you now, looking back, I've learned what things are going to help you push through because I know exactly how hard it can be to need this photography thing to work. And it's hard to trust in the process and hoping for growth with $20 in your bank account and another week until payday. I know exactly what it's like to pray every night for someone just to book something. I'll shoot weddings. I'll do pet sessions. I'll do an event. I don't care. Anything. Give me something. And I know what it's like to feel that desperate for work while trying to hide that from potential clients. 
and still emailing literally every previous client to see who's ready for another family session. And then to be so busy with work during certain seasons that you just can't keep up with editing because to be honest, I was really slow at it in the beginning and I tried to do it all myself. I was wondering why I didn't have more money in the bank if I'm working this much. Where's the payoff? But all that emailing, posting on Facebook and Instagram, shooting and editing, and then working on the back end stuff like getting legal and keeping records for your taxes and your system for workflow for each client, that's on top of your everyday responsibilities, right? Going to work full time. Maybe you have a commute like I did. I commuted one hour while listening to podcasts in the car and then getting home and cooking dinner cleaning, doing laundry, spending time with your family, and at the same time trying to start and grow a business and get it off the ground. So are you ready for some straight talk? Because that's what I'm all about here. If you don't already know that, no one tells you that starting a business is going to be lonely, that a lot of people won't encourage you. They just won't talk about it and that it's really time consuming for so many years that you're going to lose friends when you start your business and you might discover who your real friends are when you don't have time to hang out because everyone works during the week and then you also have to work through the weekends or when you forget to text or call because you're buried in work and you're stressed to the max. So basically when you need your support group the most, you'll find that some people just aren't there for you. But there's a quote about friendship that I love that has stuck with me over the years. It's, I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. And I truly hope you have those kind of friends and family that just have so much love. They just want to see you succeed and will encourage you along the way. But since we're being honest here, there's also been times that my husband really wanted me to just close the doors to my business. And there were times that we didn't think it was going to work out either because the income wasn't good for the amount of work that I was doing, or it was too stressful or taxing on me physically, mentally, emotionally, everything. There were times where we had some really serious heart to heart talks about where I was at. And even though he's always been supportive, he resented the time that I was spending on it, that I was cooking dinner and eating with him only to pull my laptop back over as soon as we finished to keep editing or to try to post that I had availability for a session that weekend just so that I could get closer to my dream of doing it full time. So I'm here telling you right now, if you have a talent, if you have that fire inside and you push through these tough, not so pretty parts and invest in your own future, you'll start to find that the business that you're dreaming of, well, it's what you've got. And I can't tell you if that'll take two years or four or seven. That's totally up to you. But trust me when I say, I know that you're probably never going to be busier than this. It's probably not going to ever be harder than it is right now. But the goal is to drop that probably, right? Looking back, I don't ever want to be that busy again. I don't ever want it to be that hard again. And that's why you're doing what's needed now because you know that it's only for a season. So here's what I can tell you about those first years working a nine to five while getting my business off the ground. And here's what you're going to need to decide and commit to do if you're going to make it 
determine right now that you're not going to be another statistic in the number of failed small businesses. And here are four things you're going to have to do in order to get through this toughest stage of your business. Number one, be smart about what things you're choosing to do in your business. If you're subscribed to this podcast, you'll hear me talk often about how I spent time doing things in the beginning of my business that were draining my energy and my time that ultimately didn't make a difference in my business. It was because those tasks and activities that I was doing, although they were time consuming and I felt like they were important at the time, they weren't income generating. They weren't moving the needle forward in my business. So my number one nugget of advice be intentional about what you're doing in your business and make sure that it's actually going to pay off in the long run, like promoting your business, talking with potential clients on social media or answering emails, sales, actually asking people to book and posting on social media. It drives business forward and then work on your client experience. Make sure that every single client gets a wonderful experience and only has good things to say about you. If there are things in your business that you're doing that you don't enjoy or they're not making you a profit, either cut them out of your workflow or say no, don't just don't do them or outsource those things. So I know in the beginning, it's not always easy to justify spending extra money, but what would you be able to do with an extra say three hours every weekend, if you didn't have to sweep and mop your own floors? What if you traded services with someone or found an intern that wanted to learn to edit photos in Lightroom? How much time would you get back into your weekday evenings if you meal prepped your dinners on the weekends? Or what if you did a service like HelloFresh? For the record, the phrase work smarter, not harder first of all, doesn't mean don't work hard. It means that you need to be finding ways to cut down the time you spend on those business tasks and be intentional about what things you're spending your time and your energy on. So can you simplify the tasks that you're doing to make them go faster or cut them out altogether? If you're a photographer and you're currently not using a client management system, even if you only have a handful of clients, Think about setting up a system and workflow for each client you book. It'll help you streamline your onboarding and workflow processes, saving you valuable time. HoneyBook is a CRM platform that allows you to organize and track every potential current and past client from the inquiry phase all the way to the last paid invoice and last deadline. With HoneyBook, I love that I can easily send contracts and invoices right from the platform and instantly see where I'm at in the workflow with each client, see all my documents and client information in one place, no more digging through physical files or losing information in email chains. HoneyBook starts at $9 a month, but you can get started with a free trial just to test the waters and then get 20% off your annual subscription by going to thefearlessphotographer.com slash honeybook and never let an inquiry or a deadline slip through the cracks again. Number two, realize that you're going to have to make personal sacrifices. I know it's not sexy. It's not what you want to hear. But if you want to get out of that nine to five job and create the life that you want, It's going to take you pushing yourself out of that comfort zone continually. People that realize starting a business for themselves is going to require sacrifice. 
They wake up an hour earlier than everyone else. They go to bed an hour later. They work while the kids are napping or they're in school instead of taking a nap themselves or walking through the mall or scrolling through Facebook. They're answering emails while they sit in car line to pick up the kids or waiting in a parking lot, waiting on grocery pickup. And also they order their groceries online because they don't have an hour to go through the store. They're not staying up until 2 a.m. watching Netflix or scrolling through reels on Instagram because they have to get up at 5 a.m. to get an extra hour of editing before their full-time job. And there's nothing wrong with those things in themselves, scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or walking through the mall. And there's nothing wrong with those things. They're not wrong in themselves, but that's why it's called a sacrifice. You're going to have to do things that aren't fun, aren't sexy, aren't your first choice in order to have the freedom to do those things later, which leads me to my next point. Number three, get really clear on your why. Why do you want to do this? Is it for the freedom to stay home and raise a family? Maybe just to be your own boss and travel or create what inspires you? What's your vision for your future? Get clear on your why, because it's what makes it all worth it. Write it down. Remind yourself often. Maybe it's a photo or quote on your bathroom mirror that you see every morning when you get up. Write it at the top of your planner or a post-it note stuck on your computer screen. Maybe it's simply a photo sitting on your desk at work to remind you why you're doing this and why you're making these sacrifices. So here's how you find your why. Go deep. Really sit down and figure out what your life would be like if you didn't make this work. What would failure to you mean? I heard a quote a long time ago when I was right in the middle of my hardest season of starting my business, and it stuck with me for so many years. The way that you define failure, what failure would mean for you, will determine how you show up in your business every day. And I'll go even further and say the things that you would give up if you fail, that's your why. What's that trade-off? Maybe life would be simpler if I worked in an office. That would mean a steady paycheck. It would mean a steady schedule. But it would also mean making a fraction of what my income is now. And even in those first four years, it would mean half of what my income was at that point if I worked in an office. It means that I'd be making about the same that I was 12 years ago. It would mean that I would only see my boys for about two to three hours out of the day. And sure, I'd have weekends back, but what's the point if I can't see them every day and hear what they learned in school and be the one to play with them and give them a bath and feed them dinner and snuggle before bedtime? It would also mean that I needed permission to take a vacation. Right now, I answer to no one but myself. Well, my husband, he has to give the okay for a vacation, but I can't tell you the freedom that comes with being able to plan and fund a vacation completely out of my photography business just because we want to. So for me, the freedom and financial gain and more time to spend with my family is part of my why. And I say part, and I want to share more with you about my why behind my business because I know it's not what the norm is, but that's an episode for another day. But I want to encourage you to really think about this one. Your why is going to be the reason you keep going when the passion and excitement fade and days and years are tough and clients are needy and demanding and you just want to quit. I want to say that again for the listeners in the back, passion 
and excitement for your business will fade, but your why is what will keep you pushing through. Figure out what that is and don't lose sight of it. What would failure mean to you? That's going to determine how you show up in your business. Number four, if you're getting your business off the ground and you're working a nine to five, maybe you're not, but in these early years, you need to invest in yourself for growth. Now, I almost didn't make this a main point and I almost didn't include this at all, but the more I think about how I worked a nine to five for two and a half years before going full time, the more I wish I'd done this in those early years. I feel like I understood these last two points well enough. I knew why I was doing what I was and I knew that it was going to require sacrifice, but learning my craft and actually getting better at photography, as well as learning number one and figuring out those things that were necessary and it would actually move the needle forward in my business. I know with absolutely no doubt that investing in a mentor or a business coach could have either shaved time off of that learning phase of my business or helped me be ahead of where I was when I finally did go full time. My work itself could have been way better and I could have learned how to run the business side of things so I wasn't still wasting time on things that were draining my time and energy. But when I first started, I felt like I was trying to piece together a business plan and I researched on Google and YouTube and I attended more webinars than I even want to count. And the problem I ran into so often was that it was either surface level to try to entice me to invest in a more expensive, like $4,000, $10,000 coaching program, or it just didn't apply to where I was at in my business. And I didn't have $4,000. I didn't have $10,000 to invest in a, in a all-in-one business intensive course. I didn't have that kind of money. And if you're listening to this, maybe you're in the same situation I was in. I desperately needed something to make it easier, but I just didn't have that luxury, that ability to join an expensive program or hire a one-on-one coach. Especially when I was struggling to find clients in the first place, I felt like I was in a catch-22. I know it would have paid off in the long run. That's why they call it investing in yourself, but that just wasn't realistic for me at the time. So I knew when I started the Fearless Photographer several years ago that I wanted to do mostly free content. I wanted to cover everything that I've learned over the last 12 plus years in business, and I don't hold anything back. But here's the thing. I want you to subscribe, listen, apply what you can to your business, soak it all in. But there's something to be said about a personalized coaching session And I'm a big believer that when you decide to have some kind of, um, quote, skin in the game with a deeper level of commitment that comes with making that investment and the accountability that comes with teaming up with a business coach, you're going to have even more determination and motivation to make it work. So take a deeper look at where you're at, where you want to be, map it out with an actionable step-by-step blueprint to make it happen with you. That's what a coach can do for you or a mentor. And the fact that you're still listening tells me everything, and it should tell you something, that you are committed to growing your business and you're determined that failure is not in the cards. So tell me, are you still working a full-time job outside of photography Do you want to eventually make photography your full-time gig? 
Or maybe you love your nine to five and you want your photography just to get to a point that it's easier and growing so that it's something you love and feel fulfilled in rather than feeling overwhelmed by it. So here's what I want you to do. If you're listening on your phone, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode playing wherever you're listening, post that in your stories on Instagram and tag me. That's it. And from there, I would love to follow you back, see you grow and cheer you on. I so hope you enjoyed this episode of the fearless photographer head over to the website for all the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. If you loved this episode as much as I did consider rating the show and subscribing. So you never miss an episode new episodes drop every Friday and I can't wait to share what's next until then have an awesome week.